This is Robert Merglacci, the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine, here at ISTE 2022 in New Orleans. And I have the honor of having a Mindshare Learning Moment with Angela Arnold, the General Manager of Overdrive Education. Thank you for joining me this morning, Angela. Hi, Robert. Thank you. Hey, listen, I just want to congratulate you on the Tech and Learning Best of Show. How does that make you feel? That What an amazing uh, award you guys were just honored with. Yeah, thank you very much. It's really exciting. Uh, the Best of Show for uh, ISTE 2022 is quite a celebration of all of the wonderful work that our teams and, and school partners have really achieved over the last year. Um, and it's also really significant considering how many great technologies there are here at the show this year. It's been fantastic to see just the breadth and depth of all of the new platforms, hardware, software, um, adaptive technologies. It's really exciting. Yeah. Well, uh, absolutely. And, and uh, the pandemic spawned, you know, an acceleration effect, if you will, uh, with the number of innovations and uh, necessity is the mother of invention. And you obviously tweaked and could I use the classic word pivot to really support your uh, customers uh, in, in some of the most challenging times. Absolutely. And I think, especially in the U.S., um, we've seen some very significant trends here. Um, you know, in 2020, I, I think the Internet broke when <laughs> everything shut down and kids were doing digital sure. education. Everything went online. And that was tough for every ed tech. It was tough for every school. You were there. And I think that that really forced um, people to rethink how they use tech, which is great. Um, one educator told me, you know, they said this is uh, like a forest fire. And at the end of the day, you know, new growth happens. Even in the wake of something terrible like that, right. that great things come. The forest rebuilds, new different types of plants grow back, and it's actually a reset for a forest. And I like that metaphor because it was so positive. And I think in the wake of something mm -hmm. that we've all just been through, um, we now have all these opportunities to rethink tech. And here right. we are in 2022 at this great show with all of this tech, rethinking what that means. Um, being more selective about how we use it, mm. doubling down on professional development for teachers, rethinking what it means to be digitally literate in the 21st century. What does that actually mean? Because it's not just being able to tap and click and use a phone. You have to be a digital thinker. And that, for us in our business, yeah. that means kids need to be able to have comprehension of a digital book that they consume. So that's, that's, that's a different way of making your brain cells connect. You know, you and I are, are not of that generation, if I might just speak, <laughs> just realistically. What, what's, uh, Mark Kresge talks about, I've interviewed him in the past, digital native and digital immigrant. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. So these, these kids are digital natives. Their brains literally think differently than ours. And I find that really fascinating just because it's going to ask us to rethink how we can support that with technology like Sora. Who would have imagined 100% of educators using some form of tech-infused pedagogy? That You came of age very quickly. And what was that like? Well, we've been supporting digital schools or digital libraries um, since 2015. So we were very, very big with school libraries, right, with um, our previous product, which is the school uh, download library. And that was a great product. It was web-based. You could get books. And then in 2018, we knew that we needed a need. We, we knew that we needed their, uh, to, to create a dedicated app 
for students. Right. So we use our Libby app. Overdrive is, is the maker of Libby for public libraries. We knew that we needed to have an analogous, dedicated app for schools. And that's when Sora really was born, um, was 2018, because it created this customized experience for right. a student, a K-12 student including gamification and badges mm. and everything. So I didn't even tell you what Sora was. We skipped that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I was going to ask you what's new at Sora. And uh, let's talk about that reading app. And, and you, you talked about the inspiration and the timing of it was so incredible. Well, we definitely were there to help our partners. Mm. I, I feel like our teams really stepped up to the challenge to meet that need with our partners. So Sora is a digital reading platform that ensures that every one of a school's students has access to the right books. And there's a lot of words in there, right? There's access, right? What, what Sora enables is it gives every student a copy of the book. So if you're doing pleasure reading and you want to have the right book for a kid, that the right book depends on the kid. It depends on the student. What's right for you is different from what's right for someone else. So Sora supports that independent pleasure reading um, uh, need and it puts the book where that student is. In the curriculum realm, which is where we're, we're really seeing great demand here in 2022, that's right. what's very different in the contrast mm -hmm. between where we are now and where we were in 2018. On the curriculum side of the house, the demand here, the need, is to support the right book for a student who's enrolled in an ELA class. They have a book that is required to read. Now, mm -hmm. um, that book is required for success in the class. If you're seventh grade and you're reading right. Esperanza Rising, or if you're in fourth grade and you're reading Bud Not Buddy, these are titles that the expectation is, is that student will have consumed the book and then will be able to discuss and engage with that core anchor text. Right. Now, it's virtually impossible to expect that a student will be successful in that class if they have not consumed the book. It's table stakes mm -hmm. for English language instruction if that's how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So Sora really levels the playing field and makes sure that we have access to the right books for everybody. Because, you know, when you put that book in the student's hand, on the tablet, on the PC, on the Chromebook, mm -hmm. wherever, on mom's phone, on dad's phone, right. you can put that book wherever that digital native is experiencing technology. And that's right. that's where we try to be. Yeah. Uh, so... So let's talk about what's new here at the show for, for Sora. What, what are some of the features that have really emerged that have been, um, you know, supporting kids and teachers uh, during this most challenging time? And I, I like to think we're beyond it now. And what's going to stick? Yes, yes. Well, whatever this is, and I, I, you know, the new normal is a label you'll hear, or post-pandemic, right. whatever this moment is, I, I find it interesting because it is the time however you want to call it, it's the time when we're dealing or assessing what is going to stick. This is the time where we decide what worked and what didn't. I think there are three things that really speak to schools that use digital books and why they think Sora should stick. Number one, um, the student dashboard, which was um, uh, released late last year, in late 21, has really seen a lot of traction for our school partners. This is a um, uh, back-end administrative feature that allows authorized educators to go into their Sora platform if they choose to enable this. This is optional, not if you don't have to use it. But if you choose to use it, authorized educators can go back in there and actually see time spent reading by pupil. So which students have engaged with the book. So if somebody says, I read the book, you know, Mr. Martellacci, and you see that, and you know you gave them the digital class set, and you see that they've spent zero minutes reading, you know, you're, you're gonna have a conversation. You also know that, you know, with that kind of information, 
you can correlate things like kids who spend more time doing doing work in the book, engaging with the book, might have better outcomes in the classroom. You, you would only be able to make those inferences um, with that data. And that's one big thing. So we're providing that, that insight data to let people know how digital books are making an impact or not. Um, the other thing that I want to highlight, a second thing that's new here um, in terms of what's sticking, is um, digital class sets. So this, at the show here at ISTE, we announced support for on-demand class sets, which is a new lending model that we've had and class sets. Such a demand, right? Right. We've had class sets yes. for some time. This is on-demand class sets, and it works a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. What's big about this is that it allows people, schools, to purchase multiple copies of books up front and disperse them or fulfill them over time. So if I use ESSER money or COVID relief money, I have a chunk of change right now, I could actually use that to purchase a book for every student for all of the required reading that is that is needed by those students and then disperse them or allocate them over my three or five year adoption. So that's huge because it allows schools to simplify their funding. Um, it allows them to lock in pricing. 2022, everything is getting more expensive. <laughs> so they can lock in that pricing. And then also, they don't need to roster. I don't know what kids will be reading But Not Buddy in right. two years. I don't need to know. With this model, it's very flexible. flexible. Yeah, it lets people do that. The third thing I would highlight here is also our Google add-on. And I'm really excited about this because we are a Google for Education partner. Um, and it's pretty exciting because we were asked to participate in the Google add-on beta program. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a big deal for us. Um, and Google recognized that, that the kind of content that we're working with is very, extremely complementary to the moment a teacher is performing an assignment task. So the use case here is a teacher is in Google Classroom and they need to assign a title. They want to work with, a, say we're reading The Outsiders, right? S.E. Hinton. I'm going to write up that assignment in Google. I'm going to describe the task. Uh, I'm going to give guidance. I'm going to attach maybe some worksheets or uh, discussion guides, reflection guides. Um, I can also, from within the Google add-on, in the assignment, without leaving Google Classroom, I'm in the interface, I can just tap on add-ons, tap Sora, type in the outsiders, and attach that book in just a couple taps. So it's a huge time saver. Right. It facilitates discovery because we know that kids discover books because their teachers told them. This is how you're, this is one avenue of discovery. Right. Did you know you have Sora, right? Like this, this is a thing we have in our district. And so I'm really excited that, you know, this add-on is going to not only simplify fewer clicks for teachers because they have mm -hmm. enough to click on, tool fatigue is real, but it also helps increase discovery for students because once you use an assignment in Google Classroom to, to give a book, furnish that book to a student, it's just a short click. It's a, it's right around the corner for pleasure reading and Dogman and Diary of a Wimpy Kid and you know um, you know a Raina Telegmeyer. Like those are those are just the next clicks after you've right. given somebody a required read. Pleasure reading is right around the corner, and we know that all kids should be reading. Amazing. Well, congratulations on the award. Kudos to you for your passion and, and innovative spirit as a company, listening to the customer and really delivering what they need. Angela. Thank you, Robert. I'm so glad to talk with you today. Thank you. My pleasure again. That was Angela Arnold, the General Manager of Overdrive Education. My name is Robert Merlacci, the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning to get your latest issue. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep the learning curve steep.